Where should I begin? Can we talk about this? Say, what are you trying to say? Beyond the usual controversial talk. Blah, 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 on and on and on. Over there. Hello, no. One, two, cha-cha-cha. One, two, cha-cha-cha. Prepare yourself. Okay. For Craig. Okay. Preparing a mighty new spectacle here. Articulate. <laughs> stimulating. Yeah. Hit you right in the... Mm, there you go. You start becoming a team... This is the Craig Collins Show. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, no. On WJBC. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Now your host. He's a good man. Craig. That's right. This is the Craig Collins Show. I am $5 richer today. Uh, and the first thing I'm going to say to $5 Mark, doesn't make you rich. It does not. I said $5 richer. And I'm not rich from the $5. I have five more dollars. So that implies that you already are rich. I guess you're right. That is, and I am not. I am now lying on the radio to start the show. Um, But (laughs) what I should say, though, is I want to thank you, Mark Strauss. Some people make a bet and then take a long time to pay it off. Why would I do that? I don't know. Some people do. You paid it immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, We bet as to whether or not the House would impeach the President of the United States. And uh, last night, after what seemed to be an, an unending amount of debate... And just people, person after person, popping up there and giving their... Well, they have to get themselves on the record. Right. Their four minutes for Twitter that then could be turned into a YouTube video that can live on forever. Um, But eventually, the president was impeached. It was surreal. Uh, By the time it happened, he was at a debate saying a bunch of things. At a rally. At a rally, excuse me. That's right. At a rally, saying a bunch of things to a very, uh, what they call, red meat crowd or a very friendly environment. So he went off the cuff a lot. He played it loose and fast. That's when he's at his best. He certainly That's when is. the entertainment value is at its peak. Right. Yeah. Well, and I've said before, he is a reality TV star as well as a businessman, all that other stuff. So he's, he's aware of how to do some of the entertaining things. I mean, he's a funny guy. If you like him or you don't, I get how you can dismiss his humor, especially if you don't like him, uh, because the things he said, a lot of us wouldn't say, and probably some of us maybe have problems with it. And I'm not trying to defend the guy for his thoughts, <laughs> but they're humorous. When you hear him deliver them, uh, that's for sure. But so it happened. He was impeached. Uh, now this will become a trial in the Senate, maybe. <laughs> but my, my question, my reason to bring you in, Mark, uh, outside of the fact to thank you for the five bucks, uh, and I still want to find a double or nothing, but I do not want to bet on what the Senate decision is because neither one of us has any doubt in our brain as to how that's going to go, I assume. I don't think we have differing opinions. Um, but I, I want to ask you, like, the theater of all this, we're just getting started, right? Yes. We're going toward more because the decision has been made. I actually was talking to a buddy of mine earlier today and said that now it's a lot like watching a historical movie where you know how it ends. We all know what the end result of all this is going to be. We don't know what we'll discover along the way. But I don't don't think we know what the end result is going to be. Really? I think I for sure know what's going to happen in okay, the Senate. Okay, what, what do you... Th- no, I, I see. I was looking way past the Senate. You mean the, the election? I was looking way past the election. I don't know where you're looking to. Now I'm, now I'm intrigued as to where, Mark, um, where are you looking? Uh, the world as a whole, like, five years from now? What are you... The courts. Okay. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. So there could be things that are challenged in the court system? Uh, they're going to... Uh, you know, I think there's the specter of people being put on trial. Okay, got it. So you think... And charged. You think that maybe right now it's like a, a good drama. You know... This morning, uh-huh. last night, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, yes, impeached the president. She did. 
and this morning she didn't want to talk about it. Well, she it was a burden uh, if you listen to her. She that is that was a tough thing. Uh, my favorite thing about it, by the way, and at least this, I, I am I'm making fun just a tad. Uh, some of the people that supported the impeachment did start to cheer. And did you see Nancy's look at those people when they started to applaud the first of the two? Uh, she looked at them like, Shh, no, 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 that's not the role we're taking in this. We are upset. We are sad that this day came. Uh, but it's just it's just interesting. Well, Again, and then she opened her press conference today by saying that everyone had a spring in their step today. <laughs> I, I anyone that that I, I have one caller and she's a very nice person. So I'm not saying this to be mean to her, but she complains when I do too much politics because, you know, and we won't. We'll move on from it. But this is it's all historic. Third president this in the history has, of our country. It's only happened three times. Why wouldn't we talk about it? And the only reason it hasn't happened and four times is that guy gave up. It's not it's not over. Right. It could have happened four times, but one of those guys just decided to get out. Um, but other than that, it's happened three. You know, I mentioned this on my show uh, right after 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. What I was most excited about last <laughs> night, because I watched the split screen yeah. of the impeachment, the debate, and the vote, mm-hmm. and the president at his rally at Battle Creek, Michigan. Yeah. And uh, so I'm listening. I'm doing some work while I'm listening. And all of a sudden... It caught my ear. I'm very excited about this, too. Th- to me, this is the most significant thing that came out of last night. Would you like me to play it for you? Yeah, go ahead. I said, what's going on with the light bulbs? So a lot of people are complaining about the cost. So I had a couple of experts come in. I said, tell me, uh, what gives a better light? Well, we like the old light bulb better. I said, I like it better. And so what I did is you could have either one. If you want to buy the newer kind, you can. And if you want to look very handsome or beautiful by buying the older kind, like I do. So we're bringing back the old light bulb. So it's a much less expensive. It probably gives a better light, but whatever it is. <laughs> Mark is celebrating you'll be in able studio. to spend a lot less money for a light bulb. I mean, it sounds like little, but it's big stuff. Okay, it's big stuff. There is bad news in this for you. I, I thought you were about to set up shop and start selling your light bulbs that you stocked now up listen, on. Now, uh, listen, you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. This is why Trump is the president. Mm-hmm. All right? The light bulbs. The idea that uh, this is America and you're free to buy whatever you want. <laughs> I can have whatever light. Now, under the previous administration, I was mm-hmm. told... You know, you can use these while we've still got them, but you're going to have to get used to not having them around. Yeah, I never heard that. And by the way, that was true of your insurance, too. So, yeah. I, this resonates with me, and I've got three shelves full of incandescent <laughs> light bulbs, 40 watts. It's my favorite thing I now I, know about. That you. I hoarded the last two years yeah. before those things were taken out of circulation. Mm-hmm. Is it because you're a TV guy? Did you want that better lighting in the home because you're used no, to it from the television? No. Because no. uh, as Trump says, and he's... <laughs> those bulbs were a quarter apiece. Hold on. As Trump says, and he's a TV guy too, it makes him look better. It's got nothing to do with okay. that. Okay. It's just the bulb that I prefer. Got it. You know, it's the principle <laughs> of the thing. I want a blue car. They're going to stop making blue paint. Yeah. I mean, I want what I want. Mm-hmm. If I'm willing to pay the price for it, I should have that. that that's... That's how he got elected. But I was very excited about the light bulbs. <laughs> I can tell. Because I'm going to get my light bulbs back. You are. Well, but you already have three shelves. But that's not the point. Right. 
At least it's now not a thing you have to worry about. I can get the full range of wattage now. Can I ask you, though? For different rooms and different purposes. I was reflecting on the idea that there have only been three presidents in the history of our country who've been impeached, and yet I've been alive for two of those. Um, and I think that moving forward, there might be a lot more. Is there any any chance that you think this sets a precedent where we're going to see uh, the political sides continue to stay as divided as they are? I think that'll depend on what happens from here on out. That's an interesting idea. Because yeah. I think there are going to be some things that happen that have never happened before. You think there might be some regret, is what you're saying? Yeah, I do. Some people who threw attention on all these issues might wind up regretting that attention is... I think we're watching a roller coaster. Oh, and Last yeah. night, when impeachment was gaveled officially, mm -hmm. the roller coaster reached the top of its arc. <laughs> and now the roller coaster is going to start on the other side coming down. Gotcha. And I think there are going to be a lot of Democrats in front of that roller coaster. That's interesting. Whose careers are going to end. Yeah. And perhaps some could wind up charged with crimes. That is very interesting. I, that's a take that I haven't heard a lot of places, so it's interesting to hear it here. Well, I'm watching, you know, we're watching one of the greatest political stories unfold each and every day since the election of Donald Trump. Yeah. And uh, it continues. And because he's like no one who's preceded him, nothing is going to go the way it's ever gone before. And it's going to be impossible to answer questions like you just asked about what do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. Because nothing that's happened with Donald Trump since the day he came down the escalator with Melania has been anything that anyone has correctly predicted. And I don't expect that to change. Okay. Uh, I have to take a break. I'm super late for my commercial, so i got to take them. I just want to say one thing. I want to be fair to both sides of the but audience I'm very here. excited about the light bulbs. And that was the most significant thing in my household that occurred last night. Not <laughs> impeachment, not the rally itself, <laughs> not any of the post-impeachment quotes by Democrats or Republicans. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that... I, Mark Strauss, will be able to go to the hardware <laughs> store and buy my favorite incandescent light bulb again sometime in the foreseeable future. We're shooting a video of you shopping for said light bulbs and sharing it on all the social media pages because it's going be to be a big day. Yep. Be I like want to go back and say one thing, though. You said the, the greatest political story. I know some people are going to have a problem with that word, so I want to take out greatest, and I think the most unique the, it's absolutely, as you said, something that's never happened before. Are you an editor for me now? I, well, I just want to say for the, the other side of the audience that gets weary of the great... It's your show. I, I know. It's my quote. It you is. You can attribute it to me. That is, well, then my version of your quote for my own self is, is this is the most unique political story I think we'll ever see in the history of our... I don't know. I can never imagine someone coming in and, and acting the same way uh, as this person has acted and be capable of the things he's been capable of. Uh, I'm saying all this stuff shrouded. I don't want to be more direct about it, but I, I think it's a very unique story. It'll I, make for a good movie. I still think there's almost, it's, a, it's amazing to me that there's almost no discussion of the fact that somebody who never held political office at any level, not mm -hmm. even as a dog catcher, was, <laughs> his first political office was the president of the United States. Absolutely. That, it, the only other person who has ever held the office who's done that was George Washington. And yet the only person who's not surprised by that story is the guy who's the president of the United States. He thinks it's about right. I promise you that's true. In his mind, he said, yeah, this makes perfect that's sense. That's why he was able to do it. That is called the Royal Guardsman. It is about Snoopy. It is Snoopy's Christmas, that song. <laughs> uh, this is the Craig Collins Show. I'm hanging out with you guys until 6 o'clock today. Blake Haas is in the newsroom uh, yeah, the entire buddy. show. 
Yes. Look at you hanging out with me. Yeah, they said, you know, I, we can pay you six figures if you hop on the Craig Collins show. <laughs> so I said, you know, that's okay. Wow. So here I am. Oh, got it. Okay. They said they would right. give you six figures to yeah. to go or not go on my show. Right. Okay. Uh, well, so here I am. If you're getting six figures, man, I would like a cut. Can I get a taste? Well, how much are you getting? Not that much. I'm not getting that you're not much. You're getting six figures? No, I'm not. Oh, I, okay, don't tell the bosses then. Okay, I right. barely uh, I barely get to stay at all. I think I have to wash the cars every day before I go home. That's why they're clean. I know. Uh, they send me out there every day. It's kind of getting cold out there, too. Um, first question I wanted to talk about streaming services, uh, specifically because uh, news today broke that Apple is working on a deal with the Pac-10 conference. Uh, I know, Blake, that you do a lot of sports stuff here around the station, too. Yes. It seems like a lot of streaming services to get more and more you know, people to go that road instead of the live TV are going to take the last thing that live TV has that no one else does, and these are live sporting events. Uh, if Apple were able to close this deal, Apple TV becomes much more interesting to anyone that has a rooting interest in a Pac-12 team. Uh, do you think that these streaming services are going to continue adding. Uh, Amazon actually now owns the Yankee. They own a, an interest in the Yankees' TV station. So I think we're going to see a lot of different segregation now of all the teams and sports and live events falling on all these different uh, uh, platforms. Yeah, I think it'll be a thing. The thing is, is the only local thing you're going to get is the evening and afternoon and morning newscast. Okay. That's it. Because everything else, I, I put money on about 10, 15 years from now will be streamed. Everything's going to be streamed. It's going to be on all different. See, that's the problem, yeah. though. And uh, I was watching the South Park episode uh, from earlier this year that made fun of streaming services. There's just <laughs> too many options. I don't right. know if you saw that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. There's too many options. But if the, if the sports all lands all over the place, and if they don't do like the NFL has won, if they all have their own thing, it's, it's too ridiculous. We have to pay like twice the amount that cable costs. Uh, by the end of the day, to get all the same stuff at some point. Welcome to America. Okay. Let's pay right. twice the amount for nothing for no reason. So you're okay with this? You're going to embrace the fact right. that all the streaming services yeah, now? Yeah, I think it's fine because, like, I do right. every ISU game. I um, produce every game. Mm -hmm. So I watch the game in the studio through a stream <laughs> nice. on ESPN+. Nice. That's how I watch the games. Otherwise, because I can't go to them, and I haven't been to a game in six years. I saw you at one. You were no, a preseason yeah, game. I did go to a preseason game. Yeah. That's not technically a game. Okay, you're right. Uh, yeah. that's, that, that's not one that counted for much. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It's just interesting to me, the idea that, that say we fast forward five years, okay. and there's... Because the other thing, and Disney has demonstrated this, that if you own enough significant things, you can just launch your own streaming platform. So right now, someone like an Apple could get the rights to a Pac-12 conference. But in the future, I'm pretty sure that every single division conference what have you will have their own streaming service and that's where you'll get all the content that's the only way in which you'll be able to receive their content so to see like a random smattering of of college football games on a saturday you're gonna have to own like logins to seven or eight different streaming services that's the road we're going down blake right no we're also going down a different road here okay think about think about the money here <laughs> Now, let's say, for example, you're invested in Apple, sure. right? Uh, now, of course, of course, the investment guy comes out. <laughs> Apple today is two seventy nine a share. Gotcha. So if they get a hold of this Pac-12, mm -hmm. then more money is going to be going into Apple because people are buying to watch these games. <laughs> so that means the share price will probably go up over time. So if you're invested <laughs> into Apple, 
over time, you're going to be making more money plus the dividends of 77 cents a share. I love this conversation. Not only do you not care anymore about the fact that I can't watch like six different teams play on a Saturday, you're figuring money. out the money angle. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's that's all America is now. It's I'm talk, I think I'm Mark Strauss now. Yeah, you are. It's all it's all about the light bulbs and money. Are you going out to buy some light bulbs with Mark Strauss later? No, I can't afford light bulbs. Okay. All right, there you go. What do you have in your house then? You use candles still? No, we have those oil things you light. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's great. You got <laughs> carry those around the house all the time? Yeah. You know, you joke, Blake, but I wouldn't be remotely surprised. <laughs> the fact that you and your whole family are all very money-conscious investor people. Well, well, we just try to be smart with our money. I'm aware. Right. I wouldn't be surprised at all if you just let it be natural light and that's it at a certain time yeah, of night. why not? That's that's home living. Right. The whole Haas family goes to sleep because yeah. they got no lights anymore. We make our own bread. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> what, did, what did you we say? We make our own bread. Oh, with the bread maker? Yeah. Who Who's the most proficient of the family? Who makes well, the best bread? I'm, well, I make six figures on the show, so I make a lot of bread, but <laughs> my mom's the bread maker. Okay. But oh, my she dad's is. the bread winner. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I see how this see is going. There are different titles, but the bread's in the name. I, I think I'm finally fully caught up. You're not. There's no <laughs> bread at all in that house. There's a whole bunch of cash, though. This is something else. Uh, Blake Haas in for the whole show. <laughs> Strap in, folks. It's a ride. It's going to be something else. <laughs> and you'll learn as we go that Blake is also somewhat of a tennis ball person. That's what I call someone who every so often gets distracted and no, goes their I own road. Distracted. You do. I'm a, I can't I don't have any windows in the newsroom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I just have you. Actually, you know what's funny? Uh, we'll be doing some morning shows together, too. I should start promoting that here. I will be out of the afternoons uh, for the next two weeks for all the days. Well, actually, no, that's not true. So I will do Monday, Thursday, Friday of next week in the mornings for Scott, who is out on vacation. And then Monday and Tuesday of the following week, I will also be in mornings before returning back to afternoons. Wednesday, I guess that would be, or no, Thursday, I guess that would be the second. Now we have some holiday programs. What days? <laughs> Reiterate those again. I am on the 23rd, the 26th, and the 27th. There that would go. be Monday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. Then Monday and Tuesday of the following week, that is the 30th and the 31st. And then I return back to afternoons on January 2nd because we do have some holiday programming on January 1st as well as around Christmas. So, Blake, you will be with me for a majority of those shows. Yeah, all of them. Uh, well, no, I think I'm with Catherine for one of them. Oh, I think okay, I, I don't look. think she's taking all the days off, but Scott took them. So, yeah, so, Scott took them off. Catherine took them off. Right. So I do have an idea, though, to prevent you from getting sidetracked if, if that is to happen too much in the show. Take I'm getting, Adderall? Well, that's a good idea. Okay. I think you're already doing that, though. Right. Well, I'm out. The <laughs> The other one is I'm going to get you a nice pair of, like, horse blinders. You know those things they wear when they oh, run? Boy. So you can only look forward. Right. So that means I have to look at you, though. Well, that's it. But that's so you're fully locked in. You can't go to any sidetracks mm. because you're going to be staring right at me. Oh, I don't know how I feel okay. about that. Okay. Well, we'll work it out. Imagine looking at only one person for eight hours. I'm married. I do that every day when I go home. <laughs> Ouch, man. No, I like, I like that person. Ouch. That's why you marry her. You marry Hey, hold on. Right. Don't, get, don't get me divorced on my own show, bud. I married Betty because I can look at that face for eight right. hours and not, not be sad at all. Well, I hope not. I could stare at her for a long time. This, oh, I'm trying okay. to win it back. Now it's trying, creepy. Yeah, it did. Okay, I'm going to take a break. This got real creepy. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC. This is The Greg Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. I'm hanging out with you guys until 6 o'clock. I believe we have Dave Ramsey on after that. Blake Haas could always fill in for Dave, though, in a pinch, I think, because you have just as much investment advice as he does. Debt is dumb and cash is king, baby. 
Do you always feel as good as he feels? Have you heard his show before? I listen to it religiously. Oh, I, well, I'm not surprised. He always says to anyone that asks him how he's doing that he's he Be- feels better, better than, than he I should. deserves. Right? Yeah, better than I, that's what it is. Uh, that's good. Uh, like Mark Strauss today feels way better than he deserves. I think because light bulbs are now something he doesn't have to worry about at all anymore. I love my little Dave Ramsey. Yeah, there you go. Um, the most popular dream jobs kids want uh, to do when they grow up. What do you think they are? Radio. <laughs> Was that was that you? No. Okay. To me, I just wanted to have friends growing up. Oh, that was real sad. You got real sad. <laughs> Man, I feel like I should find some sad music for when Blake says things like that. Wait, can you tell me more about your childhood, Blake? It wasn't good. Uh, why? Why not? What, well, what, what happened there? Well, it just wasn't good. Uh-huh. So you didn't you didn't have a lot of friends there, bud? Yeah. Well, imagine going to elementary school with a face for radio. All right. It just so, wasn't good. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So what you're saying is people saw Blake walk into the classroom right. and they immediately hated that guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So. Growing up as a kid. Go ahead. Keep going, Blake. My life sucked. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's very sad. But then it got good because you got into radio. Right. And then I got a puppy. Oh. And life got better. Okay. But then the puppy died. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you actually telegraphed that one, bud. If you would like to have a puppy in need. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, there we go. This turned into a... commercials. Right. This turned, turned into a more you know. Blake Haas needs a puppy this holiday season. Someone drop one off at the station. No dogs, please. No, please drop off a puppy for no, Blake. please don't. Someone's going to do it. I know someone in this community is now going to bring one by. That puppy's going to run somewhere. You got a friend, though, bud. You needed friends. Right. I got ten friends. They're okay. on my hands. The most popular job, dream job for most kids right. was, at least for boys, was to be a professional athlete. Really? Uh, girls, for whatever reason, this is, this is interesting, guys shot for the moon. Professional athletes, 17% of young, young boys, that's what they want to do. Girls just want to be teachers. They want to better the world. So does that say a lot about the sexes right there? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I remember, I can't remember what, where I saw this, but there was a fact of like mm-hmm. one in 10,000 people will be an actual professional athlete. Like it's yeah. very, very small. Oh, believe me, I'm aware that it's a terrible, that's what I, that's my dream. I wanted to play in the NBA as yeah, a little didn't kid. didn't you play in college? I, well, okay. That's and, a sentence I can say out loud, right. but it's, it's misleading in its, uh, in my abilities. I went to a junior college and I made the back end of the team. What do you mean by back end? Were you manager, water boy? No, no, I was on it. No, no. Were you? I hey, now I had a whole jersey and everything. I was able to go into the games and shoot and stuff. Oh, so you're on the team? I was, but uh, I didn't play often. And the the only play designed where I was supposed to be the one to catch the inbound pass is when we assumed we were going to be fouled. Because Craig was pretty good at shooting them free throws. Really? Well, that's a good thing, though. Because that's, that's a real uh, rare commodity oh. on a team. It is. However, uh, do you know which player on the team got dunked on the most? Left out. Uh, nope, that would be Craig Collins. He got dunked down a whole bunch. <laughs> really? And I wasn't in the I wasn't in a lot of the games, but uh, they'd they'd come back down the court toward us, and then they'd kind of key on the guy I was guarding, and he'd usually jump right over my head. So can you still ball today? I think so. We need to play a little pickup. We need to get a little basketball hoop here in the back. Oh, let's oh. do that. Let's yeah. do that. Actually, you know what? I will do. I'm looking for a double or nothing bet with Mark Strauss. He oh, gave me five bucks today. There's a game of pig right there. I bet you. I think I can beat anybody in this office in pig. You think you can be anyone in this office? Anyone in this office. Neil Doyle is an intramural league champion <laughs> at Illinois State University two years in a row. Intramural state champ. Okay, that's, right. that's intense. Didn't mean he played, but right. he was on the team. I got you. Right. Um, no, I, I, I'm fairly certain that a game of pig and or horse, I would be able to beat anyone in this office. Mark Strauss. Yeah. Can you beat Craig Collins <laughs> in a game of pig? Could you beat Craig in a game of pig? He's just yelling stuff. This is my radio show now. 
He hasn't played it. He said he could beat you. I that's not what I heard. He it picked enough up on that microphone there, bud. Can you play, Blake? Are you a basketball I played player? Played in years, you'd probably you'd probably win. No, well, thank you, thank you very much, but Mark. I wouldn't shy away from it. Do you? Would you bet five bucks that I could beat anyone in the office? You could pick a ringer. Well, those are two different questions you're asking. Here bet, we go. I'd bet five bucks that you could beat anyone in the office. Okay, here's the thing. If we leave it vague. Got it. Here's the thing. I didn't I'm ask sure two... you could beat somebody in the office. <laughs> I I didn't ask two questions. Uh Blake I could bet 5 bucks that you could beat me. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And then I can <laughs> Hold on. 5 bucks from you just... by losing. Oh, I love I'm just going to I'm just going to turn the news off for a second so I can talk alone. Um I didn't I didn't say two things. The first thing I want to say is that Blake Haas is very bad at the game of telephone. He asks his own questions as you probably know Mark since you he does news for you from time to time. My question... Well, that's my, what makes him so lovable. It is. I love the guy. Uh, my bet would have been that you pick the person. I can beat your hand-picked person in a game of horse or pig. Guaranteed five bucks. Anyone in the office. I can beat them. One game. You know, no two or three. None of that. One game, a, a horse and or... I would prefer horse, but if we have to do pig, that's fine. Hmm. You pick the player. We'll do it at the YMCA. We have very cheap memberships there. Can we there. do it when Dan Muller comes in for his yeah. weekly interview? Yeah, let's pick a guest. Just no, no ISU player. Let's not do that. Well, he's, he's not the a coach. Player. He's not a player. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Me, me versus Dan. I mean, I'm just looking for somebody who's like, you know, six foot six. Yeah. This is not a game of one-on-one. I'm not saying that. No, but, I mean, he could just stand at the basket and drop it in, and you would never be able to do that. Well, I can at least shoot from the side. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to work out all the logistics, but it sounds like I'm, I'm one-on-one versus Dan. You got me scheming here. This is five bucks on the line again. More on the Craig Collins Show in just a minute. Dan, Daniel Paul Muller, uh, not only is a pretty good basketball coach, apparently he was a really good basketball player. This is something I, I don't know if we're all aware of. I'm just finding out exactly how good he was. Do you know he was freshman of the year back in 1995? Is that something you knew, Blake? Yes, I knew that. Okay, two-time defensive player of the year, 96 and 97. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, he played professionally for a little while as well in uh-huh. Belgium, Argentina. Oh, God. I think uh-huh. I'm going to lose five bucks. Imagine think I'm, losing $5. Ah, $5 isn't so bad. But you, right. you think I'm going to get him, would he get any letters? You no. think he'll get none? Dan. It'll be smoke? Dan can. Straight smoke. He can shoot the ball. Dan can ball. All right. So he gets in practice and he can shoot the ball. I hope he wants to do this. I'm down for this. I, does he? Whose show does he go on? Because I have yet to meet him. Uh, he's on Strauss's or okay. Strauss's and uh, Scott Miller's show. Of course he is. Okay. Right. Well, so... any show but the Craig Collins show. <laughs> I heard. I saw that was in his writer. Like I'll do any show, anything. He's actually I don't like canceled. That Craig Collins guy. Yeah, I don't know about him yet. <laughs> Did you hear the caller? By the way, he was talking to Mark Strauss in the last hour. Said he likes all the new people at the station. Yeah, I heard that. I'm the only new person at the station. <laughs> That felt pretty good. It's news time with Blake Haas. I like all the new people too, bud. Uh, I have some audio here that I'd like to play. It is a, a young kid. I think he's like six, seven years old. And this video looks like it might be a little bit older. But for ever, whatever reason, it's going viral on YouTube uh, earlier today. Uh, it is a kid that walks downstairs, sees a whole bunch of presents under the Christmas tree, and then he's got questions, uh, which is kind of adorable. And actually, maybe... A little a la Blake Haas, because he seems to have some doubt as to whether or not he deserved his presence, Blake. I don't know if as a kid you ever did this. Yeah, Christmas is canceled. It's too expensive. <laughs> right, I forgot about that too. But here is a, a small kid questioning if he deserved all his gifts. I know. Could you believe it? I find it hard to believe too that you got some stuff. He went to the wrong 
kid's house. Why is that? Because I was bad. Uh, he bring me presents. Uh, and that's not right. What it's do you not suppose right. we should do? Should we give them away? No. No, don't give them away, though. I'm going to keep those presents. Can you tell those guys are all from the East Coast there, Blake? Can you tell? Yeah, they got that accent like the Craig Collins guy. Well, it's every so once in a while, you know, when my right. family might call in. Uh, but no, I love that kid. That he's, He looks at the presents. He's like, I don't deserve this. This is terrible. Uh, Santa got this all wrong. Let me ask you a question. Of course. What was the best gift you got as a kid? Oh, uh, there are two. There are two answers oh, to this question. Oh, there's two. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. right. The first one is the one that I asked for and I wanted so, so badly. I think I had to be 11 years old, and I wanted my first pair of Michael Jordan sneakers. Oh, now those were a hot commodity. They were a hot commodity at the time. We still have them, by the way. That and you're pair from of the shoes. Chicago area too. That makes it even more special. See, I'm not. I don't know why people say that. Well, I'm from got, the East Coast. You have a Chicago accent. I do not have yeah. a Chicago. Are you saying that to me? No, I got a I, New York accent. What are you right. talking about? Yeah. This guy over here. Yeah. Do you actually think I have a Chicago accent? Do you hear it? No. The way you talk, it sounds like. <laughs> How do I say this nicely? Okay. You have a voice of a guy that sells a $15 hot dog on the side of the street. Yeah, you know, every once in a while. Right. you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And if you're hungry enough, you're going to pay the 15 right. bucks. exactly. You know that my wife thinks you sound like Boomhauer from uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> she has Love said that to me before. Let's spread the holiday cheer, shall Which, we? Yeah, it's all over the place. <laughs> she told me that. She's like, you know, Blake has an accent. And I'm like, is it like this? And I play Boomhauer. She goes, exactly the same. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't know what he sounds like, I can play it in a minute. Uh, but my, my other favorite right. gift I got, I actually got in high school. Oh. So I had asked for a Teddy Ruxpin. Um, do you know what that is? No, I don't. What I knew that? you didn't know what it is. I right. hate you. You're I was a terrible born person. in 1996. I'm aware, Blake Haas. Right. Okay. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin was a, a, a toy um, that you put a tape in its in the back, and it would actually like move its mouth and tell you stories. Oh, like so, a Tickle Me Elmo in a sense. No, nothing like a Tickle okay, Me Ammo. Right. Those are terrible products. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was the OG. That's the only one that matters. <laughs> the original gangster. He was the absolutely the original gangster. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was the hottest you know, toy when I was a tiny kid, like I was three, four, five years old. I asked the mall Santa to get one, and he forgot to relay the message to real Santa, so I did not get one, and that was a rough Christmas. See, now, when it comes to mall Santas, <laughs> let's be honest, there's only one real mall Santa. Okay. That's in Champagne's Mall. That's up to you. He doesn't smell like beef and cheese. So, no, he doesn't? He's a real Santa Claus. That's good. Right. I, I like how many of my answers wind up being other topics. Yeah, he doesn't sit on a throne of lies either. I got it. Now you're just quoting yeah. Elf. This yeah, is well, well done. You know. um, but no, so, so my mother remembered the whole time how devastated 6, 5, however old I was, uh, Craig was. And so then for my 18th Christmas... She got me a Teddy Ruxpin doll that she bought on the eBay's. She waited a while. She did, yeah. <laughs> it could have happened the next year. Well, I don't like want to criticize. Years later, look at this. Blake criticizing my mom. Sorry, mom. No, I. You know, I might. It might have crossed my mind too that it would have been okay for six-year-old Craig to get it after five-year-old Craig did well, you not enjoy that as a high schooler, though, right? It was. It was. There was something about it that was cool to. Re- I didn't use it. I guess what I'm trying to say is like I, I appreciated the it had notion. A lot of sentimental value. It to did. It. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I still have it. So Wow. So it didn't mean that much to you. So Craig <laughs> Collins not only has a weird accent, he's a terrible guy. Right. Well, I'm kind of like that little kid. I was like, I don't deserve this. Right. This has got to go back to somebody else.
Wow. I know. I feel like you were that kind of kid, though, Blake, the kind of kid that just doubted you deserved all the presents. Yeah, I was. Yeah, see, I knew well, it. I was the type of kid I opened up and I said, this is too expensive. <laughs> you got to send like this a, back. Yeah, it was like a, a jar of jam. Right. You've got to diversify the portfolio in this. This the is one way thing too I many. got as a kid, do you know what connects are? Yes, I do. The, the like little pieces you put together where well, you can build things. Mm-hmm. I got a roller coaster. To Did you? build a roller coaster, and I played with that thing, and I'm 23 years old, and I still play with it. <laughs> Not at all surprised. By the way, my mom, she texts the show. I don't Uh-oh. know if you're aware. Oh, boy. I know that uh, Scott Miller's mom goes on his show. Right. My mom just texts. Okay. Um, she let go. me know, and this is a complete lie. So my mom and I have totally differing memories right now. She said that she did get me a Teddy Ruxpin the following year for Christmas. That is not remotely true. Ouch. The next year, we got a Sega Genesis from my grandmother, and that was the highlight of the Christmas. But the Teddy Ruxpin did not come until I was 18. Craig Collins, mom, call (laughs) 829-2345. That's the studio No, no, no. We'll only do this via text. You want to have this out on the air? I did not get it. You find the picture of me with the Teddy Ruck. Happy holidays from the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. You can tell me your favorite Christmas song, and I will play it on the air. Uh, More importantly, this week you get a chance to win some tickets to some really great high school basketball. Uh, A tournament starts here, I think, on the 26th, the State Farm Holiday Classic. And you get tickets to every single game. All you have to do is let me know what your favorite Christmas song is. Uh, You can do that by calling me. 829-2345, 829-2345, or reaching out to me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Craig Collins Show, and I will play those songs. You're entered to win, and one winner will be notified at the end of each show that they can come by the station and pick up the tickets. Um, I am curious, Blake, uh, are you at all worried, just at all, um, and I know you worry about a lot of things. Yes, are you, I do. Are you worried about the robot uprising? The is what? that the robot uprising? Is that something that you fear? That and automated stuff. Okay, yes. so you do. You yeah, actually do yeah. fear. Okay. I fear it, too. Uh, the, the robot uprising, for whatever reason, is the kind of thing that I expect to happen someday. So this story scares me a lot. Uh, out of Switzerland, a team has developed a soft robotic insect that cannot be destroyed. It cannot be squished, flattened. You can't break it at all. It is essentially invincible. It is 100% automated as well. So it's got a tiny little computer in it. Uh, they're calling it the DEA Insect. Uh, that is the name of the product that they've created. It is completely invincible. Really? How do you feel about that? Not good. So they only have one right now. Uh, right. But if you you know it's a, it's a robot, he probably can figure out how to multiply over time. Eventually, there might be a a whole crap ton of you know indestructible insects out there in the world well, that too we've seen this in the car industry that on you know lines manufacturing lines can think of the word manufacturing lines instead of people having put the cars together it's now robots so yeah. it's taking all these jobs away it's actually interesting you mentioned that i have another story about how a robot can make 300 pizzas in an hour really uh-huh Apparently, that's a lot of sauce. That's a lot. Yeah, this is at a, a Vegas at the Consumer Electronics Show, CES. They debuted this. Uh, it's a Seattle-based company called Picnic. They've developed a robot that can make 300 pizzas. Uh, so there's a you know robot that's taken our jobs and one that's really scary. An you insect, could, yeah. that's not what you expected. When you expect the robots to, to rise up and, and kill us, you assume that they're like human-sized. But if they were tiny little insect robots, that's much scarier. While we're on the topic of this, do you think you'll be flying cars soon? That's an honest question. We are not at all on the topic of this. You think, you think we'll have flying? Well, it's on the robotic kind of stuff. It, yeah, we'll the tech cars? stuff. Um, yeah, I think we'll have flying cars. I think that eventually 
Uh, we'll need to have like fully automated cars. Well, some cars can parallel park themselves now, like a Tesla, that well, kind of stuff. a Tesla can drive on the highway, can do all kinds of stuff. That's so, creepy. I know it is. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know why. I assume that, that we'll have fully automated vehicles because the reason there's so many car accidents is human beings. Robots will be much better at driving cars than we will. And once they, they drive all our vehicles, then we're not scared anymore to make them fly because I think the biggest fear... I think we have all the technology. Let me say it this way. Okay. Conspiracy theory. Lay it out for me. Here we go. Craig conspiracy, theory conspiracy theory on the Craig Collins Show. I think okay. right now we have all the technology to have a flying car. They could sell it. It could, it could be in the world. But we don't do it because how terrible would that go if people have car accidents where they're flying out of the sky? That is not something we want. I don't think it would be that bad. I mean, if you have... Compared to the current version? Flight patterns and everything? No, you can't predict it at all. There would be mean? There would be twice as much damage if these cars are coming from the sky. This building we're in right now would be vulnerable this is to a, a comp- flying car hitting now, it. Look, this is a compound. This ain't going down. <laughs> this is, isn't going anywhere. It is not. This was is that, to a compound. Was that your email or mine? Well, yeah. Somebody said okay. uh, Blake Haas is the best anchor on WGBC. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Can I verify that? Can I come in there? No. I got to take a commercial break. All right. Take a commercial break and see what uh, what that person sent. <laughs> oh. uh, but no, I come on, man. If cars were in the air and flying around all the time, yeah. everywhere you were would be in danger. A nice. sidewalk wouldn't be a thing anymore. Okay. So do you think we're going to have drones delivering packages and pizzas and everything? Yeah, of course. So the robot makes 300 pizzas an hour, then a drone flies it out to you. <laughs> well, maybe a tiny invincible insect flies it out to me. I don't know how much this, this, this thing can lift. This world is disgusting. Yeah, I know. We're all doomed. It's been a good talk here on the Craig Collins Show. we got a lot more positive topics coming up <laughs> You know, in the near future. Uh, Swiss scientists say they can make chocolate sparkle. You would even say You're listening to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I'm a big fan of chocolate. I like all kinds of chocolate. I actually really like white chocolate, which apparently is is sacrilege to some people. I also like dark chocolate. I'm I'm full opportunity in the chocolate world. Uh, Blake, do you enjoy the chocolate products? Yeah, we got some chocolate delivered today. I saw that. From the Dave Ramsey. How do you feel about Swiss chocolate? Swiss? What do you mean by Swiss chocolate? Uh, chocolate made in Switzerland. Well, yeah, I know that, but I didn't know what... It's it's special. If it's a different kind of chocolate. Well, I've never people, had it, obviously. It's high-end. Yeah, you wouldn't spend on it. Yeah, no. You I wouldn't don't throw spend, down the Like the, the Fannie Mae's and all that stuff. I don't spend on no. That's, no, none of it? No, it's too expensive. I'll eat it if it's provided for free, but I won't know. Uh, real quick, uh, WJBC, what's your name? John. John, what do you want to say? Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. All right. For your favorite Christmas song? Oh, yeah. I will get to that on my next break. Thanks for calling in. I Call me back if you want to win some tickets when I'm in a break. It, it starts at... Dun, 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 oh, I know dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, look at this. John okay. from Clinton with I'd the songs. I'd love to hear it. Thank you, John from Clinton. Yeah, he's a big fan of yours, by the way. He loves me. Uh, Swiss chocolate is fairly prominent. A lot of people like it. It's it's a fancy chocolate. You might give it to somebody as a gift every once in a while. Scientists in Switzerland want to juice their product, though, man. You always want to make it better, right? Right. You want to add something to it that you've never seen before. Some hormones, yeah. Uh huh. The Swiss federa- uh, the Swiss Federal Institution of Technology has been studying how to hype up chocolate, and they finally figured it out. Oh, boy. A new special imprint, a special structure can be put on the surface of their chocolate products to make it shimmer and shine like a rainbow. Why do uh, you want it to shine like a rainbow? Why can't it just be chocolate and you just eat it? I don't know. I don't know, but there's now a visual show that you get whenever you grab a piece. I'm going to throw the video up on my Facebook page so you can see what I'm talking about. This is what Swiss scientists study all year round. Had a goose chocolate, and they finally figured it out. It is cool looking uh, when you watch the video. 
that the, you know, as light kind of reflects off the surface of chocolate, you see all the different colors of the rainbow. That is cool. Look, if I'm going to eat chocolate, it's just going to be a straight-up Hershey's bar, right? Okay. I don't want any... No, I don't want to pay for all that. I don't want the shine. I don't want to smell <laughs> like Switzerland. And No, I don't want that. Just, you wouldn't throw down 10 bucks for a nice, shiny piece of uh, chocolate? I don't want to throw down a dollar for a Hershey's bar. Oh, that's fine. Uh, some people seem to be you know, impressed by it. I'm more fascinated, since Switzerland is famous for chocolate, Blake is not aware, um, that they would study this for as long as, as they needed to, to get it to work. Like, that's what scientists in Switzerland do. Here in the United States, we're probably working on important things. Yeah. They're just trying to figure out how to make chocolate cooler. Boy, the worlds are different. It is a little different. Uh, in other news, and this is uh, an interesting story, the highest paid YouTube star was announced recently. Do you want to know how old this person is? Uh, I'm guessing probably 19. Eight. Eight years old. The highest-paid YouTube celebrity. His name is Ryan. I know I'm going to screw this up because there's got to be a lot of people who are fans if he's making this much money. But Ryan Kaji, uh, he hosts Ryan's World, which has raked in $26 million this year. $26 million, Blake. What Does he play Fortnite? What does he do? Um, His name is Ryan. He's eight years old. And Ryan's World does uh, right. what? I'm just reading through it now to see. His channel launched five years ago and used to consist mainly of him unboxing toys. Are you familiar with that? He unboxes toys. He makes $26 million. Uh, He used to. Now, it's the, he's, that's Boy, in his rear... Boy, am I in the wrong job. <laughs> that's in his rearview mirror, man. His eight-year-olds are wrapping toys and mm -hmm. making... And I... Now, hold on, though. That's right. how he first rose to fame. He's not doing that anymore. That's, oh, okay. that's Ooh, old hat for Ryan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now what he just does whatever he wants. He just kind of hangs out. Oh, he's he, hanging out. Right? <laughs> right. Making 26 mil just hanging out. 26 million. The next closest is the guys from Dude Perfect. Uh, they do trick basketball shots or trick sports shots. I think they've gone right, yeah. beyond basketball. They've broken a bunch of Guinness World Records. And those videos must take forever to make. Uh, they only make 20 million a year. Only 20. But there's a yeah. bunch of guys, though. So. There is. They've got to split that up between them. Right. Although this 8-year-old, Ryan, he doesn't get any of this cash. His parents do. You ever thought about doing a YouTube channel yourself? Yeah. What, what, would, what would you do on the Craig Collins see, show on the YouTube channel? I knew that was coming. I, would, right. I wanted to ask you first. Well, what would Blake bad. Haas do on his YouTube channel? Um, to be honest with you, I've thought about doing this myself, uh, is talking about investments for kids my age. So... How to invest your money and how to be smart with your money, what to put it in, how to diverse your portfolio, that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm not going to tell you it's a bad idea because right. I, I never want to do that. I encourage all people to try all ideas. But you know yeah. the YouTube is, is more for the entertainment stuff. Well, like, it would be entertaining. Do you hear me on the Craig Collins show? <laughs> I, I, I do. Um, well, I, you're acting like you don't hear me. Well, I, I do. I'm just curious. <laughs> the investment stuff maybe right. in the video format might yeah. be unnecessary. I think Dave Ramsey is, is all you need there. I think you just need some. I don't think yeah. I need to see the visuals. Well, yeah, okay. I won't do it then. No, no, no. You still do it, Blake. No, no. it's fine. You ruined my ambitions. Oh, no. It's fine. I, I ruined all your plans? Yeah. I was going to make money on a YouTube channel talking about investments. Oh. But Craig Collins, the <laughs> Craig Collins, who is into a fight right now with his mom about some teddy bear. Yeah, thanks, bud. Doesn't want me to do and chase my ambitions. No, you should you should chase him. I just I just think you're going to fail horribly. I just think it's going to go terrible for you. Let me pull the knife out of my bag. I know this is bad. You're certainly not going to rake in 26 mil right. doing that. Yeah, let me unwrap some presents though for 26 mil. Yeah, right. All right, let's do that. Let's do let's rip off one of his early videos, and you and I will unwrap presents and right. see how good we do. We can do. Yeah, and put you know put the microphone right next to it to make that <laughs> that. Sound when you open it. Don't ever make that sound on the radio. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I can't get over the uncomfortableness of that sound. 
Uh, this is Craig Collins Show. Uh, no! <laughs> On WJBC. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Uh, I love the fact that we have these little footstools in the in the studio because I'm now utilizing them quite heavily. Do you have a footstool out there, Blake? No, I can't afford it out here. Okay, gotcha. We have like three or four in here, so I guess we're just hoarding them. We're not even giving one to the news department. I think your chairs are higher in there. They are. Yeah, we're like it's like a bar stool, and my back is hurt a little more recently than it has oh, in the past. Give me a little lean back. I, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, relax. Hold on. on the Craig Collins me, show. Relax the, your shoulders. Let me move the microphone. There you go. Right. Oh, look at that stance now, right there. Well, it's, I'm fully laying back. Right. I wish I could recline this chair. Yeah, you look like how I drive. Great. I just lean back, <laughs> one hand on the wheel. Hold on. Do you actually do that? Yeah. I used to do that too. Yeah. I dead serious. I used to roll my seat back real far. I think we even talked about right. this once on the show. Did you do it in high school or do you do it now? I uh, know this is high school. Yeah. I don't, I, Everybody if, does it in high school. Well, I don't do it now. Yeah. You Were you a 10 and 2 driver or are you a lean back guy? Oh, I'm a lean back guy and I don't even know. I can barely <laughs> grab the wheel. I'm I was, a lean back guy. I was barely so. touching the wheel, man. It was, it was intense. But I think we talked uh, about this on the show too. I had a ring right. back tone. Oh, yes, that's mm-hmm. right. I forgot about that. Catch me riding dirty. <laughs> and I used to do it. I used to roll all the way back. Now, granted, if you had pulled over the Craig Collins in, in high school, you would not have caught any dirty in that car. It would be a pristine car. I, I had nothing. I was doing nothing. See, I was leaning so far back when I got pulled over, I had to open the passenger window to talk to the cop. That's how far I was leaning back. That's a far lean. Hey, right. That's also bold, by the way. I yeah. think you immediately get arrested if you do that. Just roll the back window down yeah, when he knocks on it. What's up, man? I think you immediately get asked out of that car. Hey, um, what's up, dude? I have good news yeah. for anyone hoping to trade um, agriculture with Wakanda uh, this year. <laughs> nice transition, okay? Well, I thank you. I, I try. <laughs> um, the U.S. Department of Agriculture recently listed Wakanda on its list of free trade partners, which is very good news, I guess, for anyone looking to, to trade there. The only bad thing, are you familiar uh, with Wakanda at all, Blake? N- no. It is the fictional place that Black Panther is from in the right. Marvel movies. So what are we doing? <laughs> it's not a real place. I don't know if somebody like went rogue and thought it'd be funny this holiday season to throw it up there. Or is it someone in government? I well, the government, the U.S. Department of Agriculture listed it. So I I don't know if like an intern compiled it and that guy was just laughing the whole time, or if someone thinks it's a real place and made this mistake. Uh, but the website had to retract the fact, and I guess a lot of people on Twitter found it hilarious that we do not have a free trade agreement with Wakanda because it's not a not an actual country. That's the only place we can get a deal done with. <laughs> well, it's a great deal. It's the best right. deal we've ever had exactly. with Wakanda, uh, which you know, is incredible. I wonder if they have good light bulbs there. I have no idea. Right. You want to send Mark Strauss? Well, no. Okay. They don't want to deal with him. Yeah, no. He Plus, he buys American. He would never buy Wakandan. pulled the string out of his back today. He's like the <laughs> character on Toy Story. You pull the string and he just talks. Yeah. I mean, he's so very, very he happy. very happy. Uh are you familiar with the Disney Plus? Yes, I am. Do you have it? No, because it's already oh, it cost money. Yeah, it's okay. seven ninety nine. It's only seven ninety nine. But then you got Spotify, and you got the iTunes, and you got this, and you got uh, that. It adds up. I can't afford all of that. A new survey uh, said that about one million subscribers to Netflix, like Blake would, abandoned ship in order to be on just Disney Plus. They didn't want to pay both subscriptions. So the fear now in the Netflix world, which used to own, I, I think. You know, far and away, the most subscribers of right. any platform. They were a powerhouse. They were. Uh, there's now fear that maybe that's going to dwindle as Disney continues to grow its its line of stuff. Because Disney, uh, people might not know this, after they acquired Fox, they own the rights to a lot of stuff. 
a lot of TV, a lot of movies. That will become a much more robust um, uh, streaming provider in the upcoming years. But already, in just under a month, about a million people have jumped ship. Do you have Netflix now? I have them all. I actually have every you streaming. Have, oh, my god! I have everything, Blake. How do you afford to live? I don't know. That's the only thing I pay for, actually. We don't eat every day, but we can watch The Mandalorian. See that? Now, that's necessities at its finest. Right, exactly. Yeah, I pick what's most important to me. Uh, no, I, I have all the streaming products. Partly, I, I've made this excuse in my, my brain for years now. I say that I do a job like this, and I need to be familiar with all the things out there. Right. So I always, I always buy all the things. See that? So are you an early adapter? An early adapter. Right. You know what that is? Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking so, about. And a, a person who's an early adapter is someone that'll adapt the new technology like Are you talking, Disney Plus see, first. This, see, this is what I was afraid of. What? You mean an adopter? Yes. I'm an early adopter. Yes, a, I know what ad, that is. An adapter is something you plug into a wall. <laughs> that tells you about how much sleep I've had this week. No, I like that. Right. Are you an early adapter? I don't think so. <laughs> I've adopted early from time to time, but I've never adapted anything. And you were so into my story, too. I was, I was down, man. I was so thrilled to hear what it is. Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? I have a list yeah. of slang. Can I test your slang knowledge okay, in a second? Okay, let's hear it. Yep. No, no, no. I'm going to take a break. Okay. We got Sanjay Gupta. We got a lot of things coming up, so I'm, I'm going to take a break. But then I have the, the top slang words of the last oh, 10 years. That's right. We love millennials. You ever rock the man bun? No. Do you think okay. I could do a man bun? I think anybody could do a man bun. Would you have a man bun? Uh, I, I would. Cons- My hair's fallen out, man. It's sad. Right, I'm, yeah. What do you mean, right? Well, nothing. Have you, have you noticed in the office? No, you're not LeBron James in the back end of the head. Okay, but yeah. it's, it's going that way. Right. Okay. You know when I was your age? Right. When I was your age, Blake. Um, when, when I was, was a kid. <laughs> when I was much younger, man. Right. I know when I was 23, I noticed my hair started to go. See, and... I have a bad receding line. See? Okay, that's what I noticed. That's the problem that I got. Yeah, and everybody told me I was crazy. My hair was not going to fall out. I'm a 23-year-old you know, kid worrying too much. Now I'm 34, and everyone's starting to acknowledge, okay, yeah, that's going. It, mm. it won't last forever. So you're saying I'm going to look like you in like five years. I think so. Ten years. Ten, right. Ten-ish years, yeah. You oh, don't feel good about that? Oh, boy. All right, good talk. Let's uh, let's throw some slang terms at you okay, and see how many you know. Okay, let's hear them. I'm ready. Okay, these are the top slang terms. I actually have 100 of them. Oh, wow. Of well, the this past is decade. going to be a long radio <laughs> show. <laughs> it's a long segment. Strap Can- in, folks. Here we go. <laughs> Cancel the news. I'm just going to do this until we're done. No, right. I, I'm only going to give you a few. Okay. Um, and some are more popular than others. I'm curious if you can define them all for us, though. And we only have like a minute and a half. Yeah, I got this. Let's do the it. news. Anyway, extra. What does extra mean? Like, you was extra. Like, you was too much. You is? Yeah. Like, you hear, like, you was extra. Wait a minute. You don't, you don't use proper grammar? No. To use the slang term correctly? No, you you got to say. You, you is extra, <laughs> okay. which is like, you're just like sassy or you're too much. You're just too much. Yeah. Uh, do you know what adulting means? Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? That's like, adulting is like working an eight-hour day. Like, no one adults. <laughs> that's, that's just like too much. Like, is it, why can't is we it just extra? Have, yeah. Well, no, like, you as extra is like, you as sassy, but like, okay. if, if you as extra adult and like, yeah. you you work an eight-hour day and then you come home and you're sassy and you don't have like Starbucks or anything, that's just like. Let's move on. I only got, I only got like right, okay. Starbucks. What is flex? Like, you flexing on them. I don't know. what the, You didn't define anything. You just used the term in a sentence. Right. I didn't yeah. understand. So, like, you flex on them as, like, uh-huh. showing that you got, like, a lot of money or you brought, buy a high-end product. Got it. I know a lot of our audience has probably heard this one before, but okay. I don't know if everyone knows what it means. What does it mean to be lit? Okay, to be lit is, there's different terms. To be lit is probably highly intoxicated. Oh, got it. Or under a drug. But if something is lit. If something is lit, then it's very, like, hype. Like, right. it's very energetic. Have you ever right. been shook before? 
Yeah, I've been shook. What does that mean? Like, when I saw my grades for this semester, I was shook. <laughs> Just like ice. This half hour of the Craig Collins Show is brought to you by Boost Mobile, uh, the switch that gives you more. Switch to the family plan that gives you more. Get unlimited data, talk, and text so your whole family can stay connected on the super reliable, super fast nationwide network, Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Uh, Blake, can I get a judge's ruling from you real quick on something? Yep, let's do it. Okay. Uh, I actually do have more slang Guilty. terms, too, so I could... <laughs> okay. That, that was pretty quick. Right. I have more slang terms, so I can get I can get you those in a okay, bit. Okay, yeah, um, sure. But we won't do that. No, okay. no, hold on. I'm curious if you can uh, give a compliment platonically about a specific thing, and I just want your, your opinion. Okay, let's okay. hear it. The platonic compliment that, you know, a friend of mine might want to give is that somebody smells nice. Is that okay. something you can say platonically, or does that have... It depends on where you're saying that. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I would give me some examples. Okay, for example. All right. If... Well, and it depends on your non-verbal reactions, too. Wait to a To how you say it. The way in which I deliver the sentence, you mean? Right, yeah. Like, if I'm like, oh, you smell nice. Yeah, okay, then that's fine. Okay. Yeah. What would be an example of an inappropriate way? Well, if you say you smell, you really smell nice, and then you give them the you know the look up and down. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't. Know I'm a married doing. man. I'm just well, not. Oh, so it's a girl then. Well, no, I'm just saying that like it. It feels like some things. I think right. Neil and I talked about this earlier in the week too. It's hard, and and I think both of us shy away. Uh, but there was a story saying that in the workplace, it might be nice to appreciate each other a little bit more, to almost flirt, but a very innocent form of flirting. They say would be more beneficial. It would lift our spirits. But everyone's very afraid of that in 2019. Right. Very afraid. Well, yeah, there's a lot of guidelines that you have to follow. But also, is there... Uh, let me ask you this. All right. Because, okay, your wife works. She doesn't work. She does. I was going to say, do you have, like, a work wife or a work husband? Someone that you talk to more about than your regular I'm new spouse? To, I'm new to this workplace, so I, right. I do not have any form of a work wife or work husband. That's a weird thing. Uh, right. I would, it's a thing, though. Okay. So you've had a work husband before? Or a work wife, yeah. Okay, I don't know which one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I at other workplaces, I think you come close. You have somebody who's a friend, and when they're the opposite sex, it's, I guess, silly to call them, you know, a work wife as opposed to anything else. But yeah, I've had I've had friends at other workplaces. Yeah, it's someone that you can just, like, go to and vent yeah, but about. But I've never, I've never yeah. vented more than my wife. Is that the rule? What do, you, what do you mean? I thought you just said that in order to have them qualify for that role that you have to go to them more often than you no, go to your actual significant other. Right. No, it doesn't have to be just that. Gotcha. I mean, there's no set guidelines or a handbook <laughs> that you've got to follow I'm for writing that. down some rules here just okay. so everyone knows. Rule number one. Gotcha. You talk to them more about things that you go through, the struggles that you probably wouldn't tell your spouse. Like, you know, oh, yeah, no. Maybe like your mental health or something like that. No, no, no. Have you ever had one of these people in your life there? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I've never had yeah. that. I've never had someone I go to more yeah. often than the missus. Uh, we got we right. went down a dark path here. This well, I was just wondering. <laughs> okay, but yeah, did you tell somebody they smell good or what? I didn't. I, I did. Oh, okay. I chose not to do it. Okay. I chose not to go that road. And then I wanted to immediately ask you on air what you thought of of. Yeah, it just depends on how you say it, who yeah. you say it to, that kind of stuff. I got you. I got all of that. Yeah, um, let me ask you a couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me ask you a couple more slang questions, and then I got some other uh, topics I want to talk about. By the about. way, yeah. somebody did walk by that smelled pretty good. Okay. I don't know who that was, but they smelled good. Okay, so you, you would acknowledge then that the smell was also... Yeah, and I'm not right. just making that up for radio. Somebody has showered today. I know. I know. 
Yeah, I don't know if that was if that's fresh from the shower smell or what that is. Usually, but that... the the newsroom smells like twelve day old egg rolls, but today <laughs> it smells good. Okay, you know what? That might be it. Okay, we don't even have to name who the person is because I'm aware of okay. who it was. Oh, um, so you know who it was? I do, and that's the person I almost told them that they smelled nice, but oh, I chose okay. not to because I move. thought that'd be creepy. Yeah. All right. Smart move. But I wonder if maybe it's just our conditioning as radio people that we're so used to terrible smelling things because yeah. we're all such cramped quarters kind of individuals. Right. That if someone comes into the office smelling nice, like it's such, it's, it's like jarring. You, you showered today. Right. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> Man, trying to get to Mark Strauss level, are you? He's the only guy in this uh, office that showers daily, I think. Yeah, I usually shower once a month. Are you kidding? No, I'm serious. It's just to save on water, probably. Right. What is dabbing? Dabbing? Yeah, what's that? Well, it, there's two different versions of dabbing. All right. Dabbing is the thing you do with marijuana. Uh-huh. And the other dabbing is when you put your, your forehead, so to say, and your, the nose of your face All right. into the pocket of your elbow. I don't know why you know uh, drug slang. Now I'm learning right. a lot more about Blake Haas. Well, the Migos, the rappers, told me about dabbing. And you also have to do research as a news guy. Yes, you have to I figure do. things out. Yep. Um, what does it mean to be woke? Uh, like, uh, What do you think it means? Let me ask you. A person um, who's not a millennial. Let me, or are you a millennial? <laughs> I am a millennial, okay. you jerk. Ooh, I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm more millennial than you. Well, you said you were balding, so I don't know if that classifies you as a millennial. Wait. <laughs> How do you... No, hold on. <laughs> i got to almost take a break. I'm so upset by that idea. <laughs> well, millennial is the, the age you are, not, oh. not how you're doing physically. Oh, <laughs> I don't un, I don't become a non-millennial just because I'm losing hair. You terrible person. I am offended. If my wife is around, you need to come throw a shoe at Blake. Oh, my gosh. That was so offensive, he so, needs a shoe thrown at him. Well, are you woke now or what? I, I feel a little more woke now. What does woke mean? I think it means to be in touch with any and every politically correct thing. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. Is that what it means that, to be woke? That one I don't know. You don't know what it means? No, I don't. Well, I just hear people say, oh, yeah, I'm woke. Well, what does okay. that mean? You know what? I'm going to use one more slang term. Okay. We're going to move on to something else. Right, I'm going to take a little me time and take a break here. Okay. I need some me time. Okay. Because apparently you think I'm not a millennial anymore. Well, I was born in 85. That's that's peak millennial. 85? Oh, you, I'm taking a break now. <laughs> a couple different From listeners told me their favorite the Christmas song was the Bare Naked Ladies singing God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Kevin told me that. And then also on this list, I've got uh, Bob. Let me know that this is his favorite song. So thank you guys for calling in. You can tell me your favorite Christmas songs. You get a chance to win some tickets to the State Farm Holiday Festival, the State Farm Basketball Tournament uh, that's going on for the next few days. I think it starts on the 26th. Uh, you get an all-tourney access pass. You actually get two. Uh, so you can go to the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, and the 30th. See a lot of high school basketball teams playing basketball a few state championship teams, a few regional champs. It'll be a, a lot of really good basketball. Um, so call in or reach me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Craig Collins Show, and let me know your favorite Christmas song, and you automatically enter into a chance to win those tickets. This half hour of the show is sponsored by Boost Mobile. Uh, Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Switch to the family plan that gives you more. Get unlimited data, talk, and text so the whole family can stay connected on their super reliable, super fast network. Uh, Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Uh, a woman this holiday season really wants to find her missing dog. Uh, have you ever lost a, a pet? Yeah. Like, like a lost, not died, but like lost it. Well, I had to chase a dog, family dog, once. Okay. But I didn't like fully lose it. I All found right. it a day later. <laughs> how, what, how long? You chased it for a day? No, well, that's a lot of running. That's no, a lot of running. I chased it, but then it was so fast I couldn't gotcha. catch up to it, and then I found it a day later. Okay. Well, that's good. Did so you, that's one day. Yeah. Did yeah. you lose anything? No, I've never lost a, a, a pet. We did have a dog, my first dog. Her name was Lady. Uh, we named all of our pets after Disney characters. By the way, I got a call coming in. Let me do this real quick. Uh, caller, what's your name? 
John. John, uh, you still had a song for... I haven't played your song yet, have I? No, you haven't. Uh, what was that song again, John? Tell me. Give me that one more time. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it written down for real this time, John. Thank you for calling back. All right. All right. I, I, I forgot to write that one down. John's there, holding you to it. I know, John. is He's really he's holding my feet <laughs> to the fire. you got to watch out for John and Clinton. Um, <laughs> Them Clinton folk just don't get it. But my first dog, Lady, uh, and like I said, we named all our pets after. We had Milan the cat. We had Belle the dog. We, we're stupid. We were Disney fans at the time. Did you, as a kid, did you ever have a dog that kind of went away and then you got a new dog and just like, <laughs> oh, your parents are like, yeah, they went to a hotel for the weekend and then they just didn't come back? You, you mean when Lady moved to the farm? Right. Are you are you saying she she didn't? Did you ever have that happen? Yeah, I mean, lady lady moved to a farm, and Belle had to move recently to the farm. Right. Well, they have a farm. So they're training. still both there. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah, lady's twenty three years old. I right. guess. Yeah, it's only like a hundred and forty some dog years. <laughs> yes, I've had dogs move to farms. Yes, dog is Benjamin Button. Yeah. Uh, anyway, right. um, lady used to try to run away all the time. She never got fully out, but like any time a door cracked, she would go after it hard. Why? I don't know. It seemed kind of like we were. You know, not feeding her or something. She seemed like a prisoner, um, but I think she just really enjoyed the outside. Yeah. Because we would chase her all the time, every day probably, but she never got away. Uh, A woman in San Francisco is offering $7,000 if someone can find her Australian Shepherd that she lost recently. Uh, She even flew a banner ad from a plane throughout the city offering the cage. love that dog. Yep, along with a picture of the animal. So she's hoping this holiday season to find her long-lost pet. Uh, she says, I'm just one person, and I really need help getting the word out in order to find... I, I know this is probably sad, though, for anyone that's gone through this. It would be a tough thing to deal with. Let me ask you, what type of dog is it? Is it the type of dog that just hangs around your neck? Uh, no. I hate the- those dogs. <laughs> uh, you see people sweating, the dog is all up there in your neck, and just the tail Are you wagging. talking about like the little tiny ones that also go yeah. in like, purses and stuff? Oh, I hate those dogs. Right, we're going to take a break on the Craig Collins Show. I hate them. I'm going to let Blake cool down. Uh, but no, I you know I I hope that she finds her dog. Yeah, hopefully she does. I can't believe you're here though. For seven grand, I figured you'd be in San Francisco. Well, I told you I make six figures on the show. I, that's true. Yeah, right. You're doing fine. But mm-hmm. Blake, you're the kind of guy that finds every penny you can. So if yeah, you can you, find this dog, you're going to be doing pretty put good. That seven grand on the mutual fund at ten percent. Now your host. He's a good man. Craig. Yeah. It's the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. If you're not hype listening to that, then you should listen to the radio. Let's do the whole show in the Brian Johnson voice! You want to do one? Now you got the music behind you. Come on, go up, go up. Hit the higher register, Blake. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't think I can do it either, but I'm doing it. <clears throat> I can't do it. <laughs> Lock them doors. And, yeah, fine. I can't do it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that intro. I love that intro. Thank you, buddy. That's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. see, that's the best Christmas song for me this, this holiday season. Uh, a new... Actually, this is a British uh, psychotherapist has a new request for the world. She would like everyone to stop calling each other nerd and geek, uh, so much so that she thinks if you do it, it should be a hate crime. And there's what now? A British psychotherapist thanks, Bobby. thinks that if you <laughs> thank you, Bobby, thinks that if you use the word nerd or geek to refer to someone else in sort of in a derogatory manner, right. uh, she comes from the University of East London, by the way. Um, she thinks that you should be charged with a hate crime. Okay, Bobby just walked in the studio. Uh-huh. Bobby, get back in there. Bobby, back in. There you go. <laughs> Turn around. Her name is Dr. Sanja Flack. Bobby, go around the, the console, around the side there. Uh-huh. Put around, on some headphones. Around the side. Come around here. Come on, Bobby. Uh, Blake wants Bobby go, on the Bob. show. There you go, Blake's Bobby. calling the shots. Oh. There. Bobby's never been on the radio here. 
Bobby's never been on the radio. Bobby, tell us what you do and how you feel about this. Bobby, did you hear what I said? Can I ask you a different question, Bobby? Actually, yeah, Blake's not talking for a second. How do do I you turn on the headphones? Oh, you're fine. I got everything on. You're Rookie. good. Uh, do you consider yourself a nerd or a geek? Is that why Blake asked you to come in here? I don't consider myself either of those okay. things. Okay, Blake, now. do you consider him to be one of those things, or you just I want his opinion? I consider Bobby to be fun. That's what everybody calls him, Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby. Well, Fun Bobby, a British psychotherapist okay. uh, this <laughs> holiday season, wants everyone to know that the terms nerd and geek are derogatory. She thinks they're mean. And she thinks that we should stop using them. And if we do use them, she thinks that people should be able to be charged with a hate crime. Wow. Meaning you'd go to jail. Wow. Yeah, for calling someone a nerd and or a geek. Or a geek. She wow. is from the University of East London. Her name is Dr. Sanja Flack. Uh, she, she just wants to raise awareness to the, you know, the much oppressed part of our society, the nerds and the geeks. Well, I don't... If you're going to call someone a nerd or a geek, uh-huh. I don't... I don't see it as like a a, a bad thing. yeah no yeah because obviously if you're calling someone a nerd or a geek you're probably dumber than them <laughs> okay so got it I mean maybe you do belong in jail for, for calling someone that but I don't think see it but should be a hate crime the reason I I asked you uh, and I didn't know why Blake wanted on the show I I've met either. a lot of people who are very proud to be nerds and or exactly geeks. they they hype that part of right. themselves Blake do you know any nerds or geeks well I would. I, see, I have a 4.0. I don't know if you classify me as a geek or a <laughs> Do you classify well, yourself? You're a smart guy. Yeah, well, you... People classify me that. As, okay. Yeah. Did you get upset when somebody called you a nerd or a geek? No, I like it. Oh, I there th- you go. I thrive off it. You feel it. good about it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's just her own experience. Maybe she's just real mad that in her life she was called a nerd or a geek. I don't know. Uh, it's not listed here. And that she's a one-woman army now against it. But uh, for the most part, anyone I've met that you get that term, they're they're proud of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think she's alone okay. in this for All sure. Right. Well, go ahead, call in eight two nine two three four five. If anyone else agrees that the nerd or geek term should go away, maybe you don't. I assume you don't think it should be a hate crime. But if anyone else out there thinks that this term is at least one that we should stop using, give me a call. Um, Blake, is that enough for uh, for Bobby? Yeah, do you have Bobby, anything else for him? Bobby? Tell the listeners what you do here. Uh. I handle national sales contracts, All right. okay, and I make sure things get played when they should be and there you are go. ordered. All to right, play. so yeah, fun, Bobby. That's yeah. me. Bobby. He's fun, Bobby. He and also I intimidates. Some, uh, board hopping for the coaches oh, show. Oh, you're the guy that. behind the controls. That's for the me. Coaches thing. Uh huh. <laughs> Blake also does that. He's I a think fun that's what's Bobby happening now. <laughs> this is what's happening now. Uh, Bobby also has to intimidate you every once in a while. He has to shake you down if you don't play things on time, as you just said. That's you make right. sure things get played on time. And Drop if they the hammer on them. Yeah. And some of my Italian family is willing to help you out anytime you hey, need Bobby. All right. The East Coast uh, Italians if I, if I can shake anybody down. If I yeah. got to call for backup. They do cost a little bit of money, though, and if you're yeah. late, you don't want to be late to those well, people. maybe I'll steer okay. away from Okay, all right, all right, yeah. yeah. Blake can loan you the money. I know he's got it. Oh, nope. yeah. I'm broke as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bobby, for joining in. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, uh, He's not a nerd or a geek. No, he's you. fun. Okay. He's fun, Bobby. Yeah. You're kind of a you're kind of a nerd though, I guess. Did you hear him laughing? I did. Yeah. Anyway, I hope the audience did too. Yeah. Moving on, okay. if I'm allowed to on my show. Well, um, I don't know. It's your show. You do what you have. Okay. For the first time ever, we've had more. <laughs> Bobby's still talking. For the first time ever, we've had more digital conversations than face-to-face ones. Right. This year is the first year in which we can, I guess, uh, pull this stat up and realize that, that more conversations happened over electronics. Yeah, I would say so. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't ever, you know, a lot of times I don't have face-to-face interactions. <laughs> it's all over social media. Really? With anybody? Yeah. Okay. You live at home, don't you interact with those people? 
Um, Mildly? Just a little bit? Yeah, I come in. It's okay. like I'm on trial. They start asking me questions. All right. How was your day? Did you mm-hmm. meet anybody new? Apparently, the study found out... Like. The study found that the reason that this is happening is because more and more people are willing to live alone. Maybe that's because they can work remotely or because they can yeah. be connected to society more easily. But more and more people are deciding not to stay at home with the, the parents, but to, to move in and live alone before winding up in any sort of romantic coupling. So those individuals have almost all their conversations, like Blake does, uh, over the digital medias, over the uh, technology. that's where things are going. Yeah, but that's not a, this can't be a good thing. This has to be a bad thing. Well, yeah, it loses the face. Like, kids these days, kids, wow. Well, <laughs> Get up on your soapbox. Kids these days uh-huh. can't even, like, if you ask them, like, how's it going, they can't even, like, communicate with you. Yeah. Come on down from the porch, and then, uh, Grandpa Blake. Like, for example, if you go to a restaurant, then you, they're like, oh, it's 525. You hit them 520, and they can't even make five cents change. <laughs> It's just the little things in life that well, just bothers me. There's, there's also, apparently, um, there's been several studies recently that younger people are struggling to date as well as the older generations did. Okay. I don't know if you've yeah. seen this. Well, especially right. serious relationships. Um, and the part of the reason why, as people note in a lot of these studies, is that they don't know how. They don't know how to get in like a, a long-term relationship, to meet someone and wind up in that world which I think is a reflection of the fact that we don't have face-to-face conversations. That's actually a, a really good observation. Right. So I think that we, as a society, need to fix this problem of digital conversations because I, well, I don't know, maybe... So, okay, I have an idea. I've okay, talked about it. Here we go. Conspiracy I, theory. <laughs> I've talked about it before. It's not a conspiracy theory. Okay. It is an idea. The Craig Collins show would be branded very much around it because the branding is important. Okay. Yeah. But I think that once a year, we should spend a day that is electronic-free, we and talked about this. Everyone, yeah. yep, everyone has to go to the park. So everyone has to go to a local park, uh, maybe bring some Frisbees, and just kind of stand there and hope that other strangers start talking to you. And so you get that feeling, you know, of, of being out in the world with other people and having to talk to them and then eventually going back to your smart technology and your other technology, I guess, the next day. If you remove the cell phone... From people my age, you know, the 20s, higher 20s. You have a heart attack. Right. You, they don't even know how to, it's like, yeah. uh, Let me ask you this. Fish out of water. I yeah. got to take a break in a second, but I okay. want to know, how many times have you turned around and gone back for your cell phone if you forgot it and been late somewhere? You oh, were all more, the time. You were more willing to be late than to leave your cell phone behind. 100% of the time. All the time. 100%. This happens almost daily for Blake. Yes. Does okay. it happen to you? Uh, yeah. Not as much. I have the the Apple Watch now. So right, like, but you also ride a scooter, so it takes longer. <laughs> Just taking shots now. That <laughs> felt so mean. Oh. Throwing Bobby on my show without my permission. Well, and I, now had, you're I had to take a phone call. Taking shots about me doing uh taking right. scooters. You wouldn't drive the scooter. No, I would. Okay. But I was asking if you've like, do you do that? Do you turn around if you forget your phone? You'd rather be late. Not on a scooter. I wouldn't. I would commit to it then. Like that's that's a lot that of turnaround. Especially the day that I had to walk the scooter to work because oh, I forgot to charge it. You should have called us. No, I'm never going to call you guys. No. I can do it on myself. I'm a man. Mm. I can handle it. Now, what was that? I'm going to take a break. Now the judgment is getting real. <laughs> a lot more Craig Collins show coming up in just a minute. Apparently, Blake's fine with the digital conversations. I wonder if he's okay with squirrels coming down chimneys, though. A family in Ohio was surprised by uh, not Santa Claus, but a whole bunch of rabid squirrels that just attacked the family through the chimney. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Uh, I just got a call from a listener that apparently had a similar experience to this Ohio family. 
Uh, he was watching a a house for his boss, and I guess even though he was just like picking up the mail and stuff, they didn't have pets or, or anything that he had to go inside for. A squirrel went down the chimney and trashed the house. This is his boss's house. Uh, Steve called in to tell me that it was bad. Uh, so bad, in fact, that his boss kind of thought that maybe Steve threw a, a kegger, threw a big party in his boss's home. Uh, but when they finally found the squirrel that apparently had gotten stuck somewhere in the home and didn't didn't make it, uh, and I guess started to to smell a little bad, uh, they realized that, okay, his story was, was probably true, that the, the squirrel broke into the home via chimney and then went on a rager. Uh, an Ohio family shared a viral video recently because chaos ensued when they were all sitting at home and a squirrel emerged from their chimney uh, and then started running around the whole house. How afraid would you be of a squirrel? If a squirrel broke into your house, Blake, is that the kind of thing you'd immediately be fearful of? Well, that happened one time. You had a squirrel break into your house, too? Yeah. Have you told this story on the air before? Nope. Okay. What uh, what happened? It was cornered. We got it cornered into a room, and it just <laughs> went bonanza. Well, yeah. It went crazy. Of course it did. And every, I mean, it went to the bathroom on everything. And oh. It was destroyed everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a mess. You got it, though? Yeah, we got it. Okay. We uh, got it. Don't it... you worry. We put a little trap in there. And... Oh, oh, that's okay. Jolly and when you walk down You're listening the street, to The Great Collins Show on WJBC. This is the weirdest and thing. Um, and I'm kind of happy that it's happening right now. I'm getting a bunch more calls and Facebook messages about people who were attacked by squirrels. Uh, apparently, it's a thing. Apparently, a lot of people have, have struggled with this. Deb called in to say that this happened at her workplace. Uh, she was working at a, a law firm, and uh, I guess someone left the door open a little bit too long, and a squirrel got in, and then panic ensued. Yet again, everybody went kind of crazy. Uh, unlike the the Haas family, though, they were able to trap the squirrel in a room. Well, when you say trap, what do you mean by trap? They put out boxes, and when it climbed into one, they were able to close the box quickly. And well, then... <laughs> that's not quite how it went. Free the squirrel back into the wild. That's how uh, Deb yeah. and, and her group decided to handle it. It's not I how al- my group handled it. Yeah, no. I also had an email, or uh, excuse me, a Facebook message from Frank that said that he once had a squirrel that refused to get out of his trash can. Oh. Uh, he went, I don't know why, this is what they choose. He went to go throw out trash, and the trash can started to shake kind of violently as he went close to it, so he knew there was an animal in there. And Frank chose to try to get the animal out uh, as he reached in to figure out what it was, which is a brave human, by the way. Oh, that, yeah. If your response to, like, mystery animal inside trash can is to put your hand in to get it, to just, like, reach in for it, that can, is, yeah, I can't do that. That's nope. a special kind of human. I'm not that guy. Um, he figured out that it was a squirrel because he could feel how little it was, and then eventually it, uh, according to Frank, shot out of the trash can oh. and started running around him violently. Whoa. Um, yeah, so he got a little intimidated by it, um, but eventually I guess it he scared it off. Oh, boy. Uh, but he was worried they were going to throw down. Oh. So that is two different squirrel stories. See, I have that. I have. We have a problem because we live on the country. We uh-huh. have a problem with raccoons gotcha. getting into our garbage can. Okay, that's a major problem. We and we we've tried everything. We've tried moving <laughs> the can. We've tried putting poison in everything, and we still get coons. What? Uh, okay. Uh, what do you do? I don't um, know. That's what I was asking you or the listeners. What do you, What do you do with yeah, you sure. have a major coon problem? The, okay, the listeners uh, a raccoon problem. Eight two nine two three four five. What do you do if you have raccoons? Now wait. Uh, do you? Like in the moment when it's in there and you're trying to throw stuff out, do you have a solution to that problem, Blake, or no? No. See, the, the you problem just we don't have, throw things out? Well, we don't. Our trash comes, we pick up trash. They pick up trash on Fridays. Gotcha. So we put it out Thursday night because I have to be at work early. Mm-hmm. So when I come down Thursday morning to go to leave for work, 
is just covered in raccoons. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what every do do? time? Every time. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Uh, go ahead and call us, 829-2345, if you can solve Blake's raccoon problem. Uh, <laughs> I love asking that question. Uh, it, happy it it's out there. so weird. No, it's fine. Uh, in other news, Luke Skywalker was arrested at a traffic stop. Really? Yeah, it's not good. Uh, in Garden Ridge, Texas, a Star Wars fan who goes by the name Luke Skywalker, uh, I guess his middle name is Aaron, he's 19 years old, his last name is also Sexton, so I think that part of his name, I don't know if it's Luke. He's got a lot of names. He does. Luke Aaron Skywalker Sexton is the full Man, name. That's a on lot his, of ink on the birth certificate. That's his full name on his driver's license. Uh, but he was arrested. Uh, apparently, he was stopped during a traffic stop. They then detected marijuana on mm-hmm. one Luke Aaron Skywalker you gotta Sexton. Wait to January first, buddy. Yeah, he, yeah. He just a little bit too soon. Uh, he posted his bond though, which was two thousand dollars. He is out on bond, so Luke Skywalker will be there. He is out of jail, but unfortunately, he was arrested. Uh, quite recently. So he'll be at the premiere. <laughs> well, the premiere already happened. Oh, well, but I assume mind. I assume he'll be at the movie this weekend. Uh, do you think that Luke is the kind of guy that might imbibe again in products while at the uh, Star Wars movie? Maybe. When okay. he sees people, he'll say, hi. <laughs> I'm here all day. Nice. That was, that was great. Blake Haas. There's a different show at 6. First show's at 5, different ones at 6. Uh, pasta's on the menu this weekend. Come on back next week, though. you got a different opener. Can't wait to see you at the local clubs. (laughs) Okay. Well, moving on to more stories. Apparently, there was also, uh, this is my last animal story. I'll take another break after this, and then we'll probably not share any more. But a family in Georgia uh, dealt with a very different issue. Not a squirrel, not a raccoon. Uh, Apparently, they brought their Christmas tree into the house, uh, a la the Hazes, now that I know a lot of things about you. Oh, yeah. They cut it down themselves, right? That's something you guys do. Yeah, that's what we do. We go out there and chop it it down, down, Mm -hmm. sing some tunes. There you go. Yeah. You sing uh, tunes while you chop down a tree? Well, Spotify plays tunes. <laughs> so they get the this family gets the tree back to their house, and uh, Katie McBride Newman, apparently people have a lot of names today. That's a long name. That's uh, just three. Uh, she said that her and her children, India and Jack, were sitting around the Christmas tree getting ready to start decorating it with ornaments, and then an owl emerged. You got scared. You immediately got afraid. Ooh. Yeah, an actual live owl emerged and started flying around the room. Really? Uh-huh. Newman's husband, his name is Billy. Billy. He thought, he thought to initially take the owl out with a, with a broom. Oh, boy. So he starts swinging at oh, it. Oh, here goes Billy. I mean, honestly, just real quick. It sounds like the owl eventually got out of the house, so, oh, so boy. you know nothing bad happened. But you're those two little kids. Right. You are India and or Jack. Scared to death. So I just want to take you through their experience. Okay. This probably one of the first times, sounds like they're younger kids, probably one of the first times they've cut down a tree with mom and dad. They go home, they're breaking out the, uh, the ornaments, they're getting very happy, like very festive holiday season. Right. Then an owl emerges from the tree, and dad tries to kill it with a broom. Oh, that's a gory sight. On the off chance that he had, he had hit, and like the owl didn't make it, that's got to be a scarring right. experience for those children. Does it just lay there then? Oh, I don't What'd know. What'd they do with it? No, well, I mean, it got out. So, again, he didn't, he didn't connect. Oh, he didn't kill it. He was just flinging wildly, and oh then eventually the owl escaped on its own. Could you imagine having that at a family dinner or something? I can't, but more importantly, I'm glad oh that he didn't kill it, because that would have been... I don't think those two kids could ever have appreciated Christmas again. Well, was that National Lampoon's uh, Christmas vacation? They had a cat in a tree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. You could know, you imagine an owl? No, not even a little. Oh, my goodness. I, have you ever had a bat in the house before? No. Okay. We well, did. I had a baseball bat once. No, see, that's not... See, okay. look at you going for the joke all the right. time. Uh, no, the, we had an actual bat. You had the, a bat in your house. 
<laughs> you sound so excited. Yeah, yes. I want to hear. Well, tell me the story. Okay. Okay, uh, here we go. We had a bat in the attic one time. My, my uh, sister and I found the bat. Um, and once he started to get loose and like aware that he had been spotted, oh boy! The goal became to try to get him out of the house, and we don't like to to kill things, so we right. tried our best. But so she handed me a tennis racket, a tennis racket, and she had like a bug net, like one of those little kitty bug. Catching oh, I loved nets. those as a kid. Yeah, and so we both were chasing the bat around the attic, trying to. I was trying to volley it into her net. <laughs> That's what we thought would work. She's like, "You volley it, and like I'll net it." What? Yeah, uh, that didn't work at all. I did connect, though, with the bat. Oh, you Eventually, did. yeah, I did. Did you kill it? Well, it was the kind of experience you don't want to go back oh, to often, Blake. that poor bat. I know. I was swinging pretty wildly. Did it have it, rabies? Eventually, no, I don't think. Well, how would I know? Well, didn't I didn't bite anybody. Well, I don't know. I don't think we did tested it. Did it act weird? <laughs> when you talk to the bat, how did it behave? No, we don't. I don't know. <laughs> what was a nonverbal reaction yeah, to right. when you batted it with the Yeah, what, did you, what would you say its personality was on a scale of one to rabies? <laughs> I don't know, Blake. I don't know. Scale one to rabies. I'm going to take another break of the Craig Collins show. This, this show has oh devolved today. Gosh. I can't believe we're doing morning shows next week. One to rabies. I know. It's going to be intense. Real quick, I got a couple calls uh, during that break to help Blake with his raccoon problem. People um, like to talk about the coons. Right. <laughs> apparently. Uh, first, Dave called in and said that he knows that you're money conscious, so just spend a couple of cents on a bullet and shoot it. Wow, Dave, that's a good idea. Was, I like that. That was Dave's whole take. I don't know if he, he had any recommendations for if you're good or bad at shooting things. Well, I have a Red Winder BB gun, but it shoots my eye out. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. You were quoting all the Christmas movies today. Yeah, well, it's a Christmas theme. You know what? We're going to do a contest in the Craig Collins okay. Show. Name the Christmas movie that Blake quoted. <sighs> Name the one okay. that he referenced. Um, right. At some point, don't do it now, but later on in the show... We, I just throw these in just I know. real... you know, The accoutrement of the show. It's very I nice. don't know what that means, but I'll take it. <laughs> That's good. That's real good. Uh, you also got another call. This is a guy who had a, a kind of a longer joke. I'll, I'll try to tell the joke as best I can. <laughs> I and he love didn't, this. He didn't want to give his name. Okay. So uh, he... And it's it's a religious joke for anyone. I'm, I'm a Catholic, though, so I can make it because okay. it hates on the Catholics. So I'm allowed to make this joke. This is self-hating. Oh For anyone boy. that's worried. Here we go. Uh, he said that three different churches had all, had problems with raccoons. The first church tried to do the best they could to lay all those traps and things around. Right. But once they cleared them out later on when they didn't work, all the raccoons would just come back. So they'd leave for a little bit, but they'd always return whenever they gave up on that. The second church tried to do things with the temperature in the environment, try to make it too hot, too cold for things to live. But again, whenever they gave up on their process, the raccoons would just always return. The third church chose to bring them into the church, confirm them, make them part of the society, and then they only saw them at Christmas time, which is a pretty good joke for a Catholic because <laughs> a lot of us only go to church that one time in a row. <laughs> at Christmas so time. good joke, guy. That's great. Yeah, they only come around <laughs> once a year if they're part of, the, part of the church. That's great. Once you join the parish, you're out. So I guess the best way to get rid of your raccoons... Is to take them to church. Yeah, is to baptize them. That Ooh, would be the best thing uh, you could do. I do like the idea, and is it Dave that called in about the gun? It is, yeah, shoot him. That Thanks, was his Dave. whole take. I, I appreciate that. That's he seemed great. he. I just want to fully get uh, have you know who Dave is as a person. He right. seemed confused that that wouldn't be your approach. Just shoot them. Well, here's the thing, Dave. <laughs> I gotta buy a gun. 
And the really cheap bullets. Yeah, the only guns I got are on my arms. Oh, there you go. Look at this guy. All right, I got to take another break in the Craig Collins show. I need rim shots. I'm going to find rim shots because <laughs> I can't work with you more days without just constant rim shots. I'm just Brian Walder, and this is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. We'll continue to see sunshine for the rest of the day today, then increasing cloud cover overnight tonight and into tomorrow morning. Low temperatures tomorrow falling back into the mid-20s. Might see some areas of fog developing as well tomorrow morning. Partly sunny skies continue for your Friday. High temperatures right around 40 degrees by the afternoon. And temperatures will climb into the low 40s for Saturday afternoon with mostly sunny skies. Sunshine continues into Sunday. Temperatures in the mid-40s. Then even warmer early next week. Monday and Tuesday, probably the warmest two days in our seven-day forecast. We'll see highs in the upper 40s, possibly even a couple degrees shy of 50 then temperatures drop back into the mid-40s for Christmas Day. Could see a couple of rain showers later in the day. Again, those temperatures likely too warm to see any snow for Christmas. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. Thank you very much for that, Brian. Right now it is 30 degrees at Radio Bloomington. Uh, this half hour of the Craig Collins Show is brought to you by Boost Mobile. Switch to the family plan that gives you more. Get unlimited data, talk, and text so the whole family can stay connected on their super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. You can go ahead and call in or send me a message on Facebook. Uh, tell me your favorite Christmas songs. You can do that all holiday season long, including when I'm filling in on the morning show uh, starting next week. Uh, but tell me your favorite Christmas songs. I will play them on the air as my returns back from commercials, my rejoins, my, my bumper music, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then actually you also this week are entered into a chance to win some tickets to the State Farm Tournament, the basketball festival, the basketball special. Uh, a bunch of high school teams are taking part in a State Farm tourney here in town starting on the 26th. Uh, and you get tickets to the entire holiday classic if you just call in and uh, give me that Christmas song. One winner will win each day. I'll let you know who it is. Uh, I have a hilarious story, at least in my mind, hilarious. You tell me, Blake, if you think it's equally hilarious um i guess and you know i guess it starts with hit and run so that's not as hilarious uh but the person was okay so a a santa claus on a motorcycle in paris witnessed a hit and run a driver uh made contact with a pedestrian like i said the pedestrian's fine that's why it can be funny uh, and then the driver took off the santa claus on his motorcycle decided to give chase so there is video from this guy's and i'll put it up on my facebook page from his helmet cam of him driving throughout the streets of Paris trying to chase down um, a hit-and-run guy. And this goes on for several minutes. And at a few different points, Santa seems like he's very close to getting into an accident himself. Uh, halfway through the chase, though, Santa comes across a bunch of police officers also on motorcycles, and they join in in the chase. So with Santa leading out in front, a bunch of the police officers eventually chase down this guy who was trying to get away from a hit and run. They arrest him when he's stuck in massive traffic. And people are saying this is the kind of holiday thing we need this time of year. We need to see Santa Claus throw down. Uh, if you had seen this in person, how would you have reacted? I would have watched and then pulled out my phone and videotaped. <laughs> Immediately. You probably would have tried as hard as you could to keep up with them to yeah. videotape all of it. Yeah, that's yeah. something we need this holiday season. Well, his give, us, give us something to watch. His helmet cam went viral. So, again, just his his version. But I, I need the wide shot of this. I need to see Santa from all angles as he's going block after block and refusing to let the guy go. Uh, at one point, he had lost sight of the villain, he says. Like, you couldn't see. He, I guess he got at least a couple blocks away. But Santa did not give up. He kept going until he tracked him down. 
Oh. That's an incredible, incredible so holiday he'll be story. on the naughty list, right? Oh, yeah. For sure he's on the naughty list this year. But more importantly, like, I, I imagine that the, the entire Santa outfit and the fake belly, all that stuff, would make it pretty hard to, to maneuver a motorcycle as well as this guy can. He's some driver, man. What do you mean by fake belly? Oh, uh, nothing. I don't mean anything. I mean that every Santa Claus obviously puts on the weight for real. Right. Even the ones who are representative of the real one. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. This was a good talk. I got a call uh, coming in. <laughs> I can't wait. Caller, what's your name? Hey, Craig. Hey. Uh, Miller won't play it. You won't play it. What are you talking about? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. John, I did play it. You did not. I've been out here listening. He played it. Blake, did I play it? He played it. I played it, John. I, I think that maybe you have selective hearing. I'm not trying to be mean, but I think maybe you have a little bit of selective hearing going on. We played it. I can show you the tape. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I missed it. Then. That's okay. That's You know what? I'll play it again for you, John, because I will play it. I'm going to take a break in just a second. Thank you, John, from Clinton, from calling in. <laughs> I have one more topic, and then I'm playing it a second time. I'm doubling up. For John from Clinton, because he doubted me. Man, I'm almost offended. Uh, before I get to that, though, Lego, you like Lego? Yeah. You talked about it earlier in the show. Uh, or Connect. You like Connect. I like Connect, okay. but yeah, I'll Same step idea. On Lego. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lego is releasing a 25th anniversary toy that they're excited about. They think it's going to sell well. But I can't imagine that like kids want this product. This has to be you know, uh, geared toward millennials. It is a, a holiday central perk set which has all the characters from Friends and the coffee shop they used to hang out in, so you can build the Friends coffee shop set. No kidding. Yeah, that's a, that's a new holiday item. How just much does in that time. cost? Uh, how much is the cost on this product? It's probably, you know, uh, not the, the cheapest of items. Um, well, I look for the price, though. Do you have any interest in something like this, the Friends, Friends television series Lego set? I would rather, honestly, have an office television set, Lego set. You you would want one at all, though. Like, you would actually yeah. buy Legos for you, the adult man. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't know this was a thing you'd want. Yeah. And you'd have fun, like, putting them together, all the little pieces. Yeah. Turn on some Craig Collins show and listen right. and then exactly. build yeah. some Legos. Right. <laughs> I can't find the price. I know it's somewhere. I'll look it up. I'll take a break. Okay. I'm going to play that song for John. I'm going to get the price of the Central Perk Lego set for Blake. Because uh, hey, apparently you're in. man over here. Yeah, apparently you're buying it, though, right? Uh. All right, we've got a lot more coming up on WJBC, only 15 more minutes of me, and then you got Dave Ramsey after me, so stick around on 12.30. Blake, what do you think? Is John from Clinton listening right now? I guarantee he's listening Okey right now. Okie doke. John from Clinton, this song goes out to you, my friend. Uh, we played it twice on the show because you get two times the playment on the Craig Collins. I don't even know what to say there. You get you get twice the twice the fun on the Craig Collins show. Uh, you know, don't ever accuse me again of not playing your things, John from Clinton. I'm here. I'm here to please. I don't. I don't do it. Uh, by the way, the Central Perk, the uh, Lego set, sixty bucks. That's it. Yeah, fifty nine ninety nine. I was expecting more. Now you get all the characters. You get the nice little item. It doesn't seem like it's a huge thing, though. It's it's kind of like a regular sized Lego thing. It's not like an impressive tower. Oh. Okay. But you're gonna you're in on that. No, uh, sixty bucks at ten percent of mutual fund. You know. <laughs> but you would have done it if it was what show? If it was who? 
Uh, you said there was a different show, not Friends. You yeah, would have The Office. I'm a big The Office guy. So you would buy an Office Lego set and then sit there Christmas morning building mm-hmm. your little Lego set. Yeah. That is a fantastic idea. I've, I haven't played with Legos since I was a, a child. It's it's relaxing. Okay. That's cool. Uh, are there any other like toys you still like as an adult? Adult coloring books. The, that's a thing? Yeah. You've never heard of those? N- no. Yeah. You've never heard of these. Okay. First, how is it different than like a children's coloring book? It's way more advanced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why you? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not laughing. So there's a, there's more lines, is what you're saying? No. Okay, like a children's coloring book uh-huh. is like color by numbers. I'm gonna Google this. Adult okay. adult coloring book. Coloring. It's a big fad right now. Gonna get fired at work for adult coloring book. Yeah, it's a big that? fad. It's not a drug you take. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's a big fad. So you so who's into this fad? How many people? Millions, apparently. millions of people do if it. If you ever go to any like Michaels or Hobby Lobby uh-huh. or anything like that, it's a big deal there. And you, you're uh, you're uh, an artist, then you like doing this. Yeah, I like coloring. Okay, it. can you yeah. bring in can you bring in your coloring book for us to share some photos on social media? No, mm, why not? Because it's, it's just a coloring book. You right. followed rules. Well, no, the coloring book is just like it's a picture. For example, like let's just say. I just Googled adult coloring book, and it says, like, keep calm. I wouldn't recommend doing that, by the way, at work, because you get multiple results. It's it's all over the place. But go ahead. Keep going. And you just color it the way you want. Okay. You add the flavor and zest that you want. Adult coloring book from Amazon, stress-relieving patterns, Mm -hmm. blue stars, et cetera. Uh, There's quite a few different options. Seven bucks, so it's a fairly cheap item. Yeah, it's super cheap. Okay, and you've you've done this. You've, yeah, I do it now. Come on, you got to bring one in. We no. got to see it. You got it. No. We got to see it. No, I have to share it this holiday season. Do you nope. have any holiday coloring things no. you've done? Mine's no? just a regular. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If I got you an adult holiday coloring book, would you color one for us? Mm. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever asked for in the history of my radio career. If I bought you a coloring book, Blake, right? Would you color something over the weekend and bring it in on Monday? I don't know. I'm pretty busy. You have an assignment, though. I mean, you you have some time here at the station. Yeah. I just leave it here. You can color while you do the, the sports stuff. Wow. Ooh. Well, I got to work hard. Two things at once, though. Come on. You might as well give me a back massage, too, because I'm carrying I, the load here. I have no interest in doing that. You are. I like that. You say that a lot. You raise the ratings all over exactly. the place, man. Um, believe it or not, 70% of Americans can't tell the difference between butter and margarine. Do you think you can? Yes. Uh, because margarine tastes terrible. Is that why? No. Uh, yes, it is. That, the, it tastes awful. The form awful. of it. No, it's just everything about it. You just need real butter. Just if you can take real butter, I get the people who can't eat it. Like, I get it. Go to margarine when you can't handle. But if you can handle real butter, it's way better. You don't like margarine? No. Why? It's it's like, do you like diet soda? I don't drink soda. Okay, here we go. No, I um, really don't. I haven't drank soda in 10 years. Well, I we have to get to a version of something that I say and you say you've had that's like a diet, like a, you know, there's two versions. There's the diet kind and the regular one. Okay. I, I Is there anything you consume in diet form? Uh, Nutella. Nutella. Yeah. There's a diet Nutella? No, there's an off-branded. It tastes like a diet. Oh, okay. So here's the thing, and I want to say this to everyone. I'm not even just Blake anymore because he barely consumes any of this stuff. The diet is never better than the real product. It's never better. Anyone that tells you they like the taste of diet better has forced themselves into that lie over time. I get that we all consume them. I drink diet products. I don't want the added sugar and things, but, but regular soda is always going to taste better than diet stuff. It's just always better. And I just want to say that. So margarine feels like the diet butter, isn't it? Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's got the less calories, all the all the right. worst. Like it's it's better for you in the long run, I think. Not dairy, but also just 
the things in it seem to be healthier. See, I'm a, I'm a bigger margarine guy than I am butter. That's not true. You've you've willed yourself into that lie. No, it's not a lie. It's a fact. We are going to do two things during okay. the morning show next week. All right. We are going to have Blake taste test with a blindfold, oh, margarine boy. and butter, okay. and tell me which one he likes more, and then you're going to bring in your adult coloring book. Ugh. You ready? You ready for next week? No, I'm excited for next week, I man. Just Come go on, home. no, you can't go home. <laughs> uh, one last real quick story, and then I really right. should take a break. I found this funny though. There was a guy in California, uh, in Riverside, that was—I guess—he found himself in in front of thirty pounds, thirty bags of frozen shrimp. Uh, but unfortunately, he didn't have the cash to buy the the shrimp. They cost about five hundred bucks for that much shrimp. So he decided to very slowly, according to the video, uh, put each bag of shrimp in his pants. And then he tried to wander out of the grocery store with 30 bags of frozen shrimp around himself. What is wrong with people? I mean, do you really think that's going to work? In all honesty, it's very obvious that that is not all human being. And there's a lot of odd things, you know, making you a very different person than the one that walked into the grocery store. So did he think it would work? What is he doing? What is he thinking? I don't know. Apparently there's no drugs. There's nothing involved in this. He just really wanted that shrimp. Now they can't sell it anymore. Do you donate it to him, by the way? Like, still, get him, send him to, to jail or whatever, get him in trouble, but it's been in his pants. Let's give him the shrimp. Ugh. No? I, what do you do in that situation? Do you throw it out? Are you, for sh- are you, are you suggesting that you put it back on the, on the table for sale? No, what I was, like, can you donate it that somewhere? Or? I, that's so mean. I wouldn't donate well, that Well, I would to- say, hey, this shrimp has been, <laughs> I don't even want this to say something. <laughs> no, go ahead, please, Blake, this finish This shrimp has been in. <laughs> In a dude's pants. Yeah. In a dude's pants. Right. Would you like to eat it? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a great Colin show. I mean, I like the fact that you don't, you are very frugal. You did not want that shrimp to go to waste. Right. So you wanted to be open and honest with whatever place you wanted to donate hey, it to. as long as the man's wearing some boxes or something, right. I'd eat it. I wonder if there's like a five-second rule, like the last couple bags, if they weren't in there for very long, <laughs> like maybe at least those ones. It was frozen? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, so there's, yeah, there's a sheet of ice around it. We're good. Everything's fine. Okay. Yeah, Quick break, good. then a, a little bit more of me and Dave Ramsey after me.